We're going to do a mini reading, a mini reading. So much fun. <laughs> okay, so we have here the Will of Fortune. And I'm going to take another one. And the Hangman. Okay, so I'm going to turn them this way so I can see them better. All right. I'm going to pick from my new deck. We also have the King of Pentacles. That was the last one. So something changing. Oh, a bridge over travel water. And these two ones that came out. So we have here the bridge over troubled water. Butterfingers, right? I am producer, a producer. And then I am a speaker. All right, so one thing that I see is that someone is reaching out and speaking to someone, like physically, physically, like they're going from being on one side of the circumstance, on one side of the circumstance of, I heard the payment, uh, like someone on two opposite sides of a street. So one person on this sidewalk and another person on that sidewalk. And it's up to one person to go walk over to reach and say, reach over, walk over to another person and say how they really truly feel. So with the will of fortune and the hangman is like a different perspective that is taking place another way more like on a spiritual level for the individual instead of waiting for something to take place it's like you have to take some form of action like it says here with the cards i am a producer so a producer i think of like a farmer a farmer plants the seeds and does what you know, waters, pick out the weeds, etc. But it's up to nature, Mother Nature, to actually grow that seed. So two things with that. You have to do some physical action. If you've already done what you feel like you were supposed to do and what the Divine Spirit has told you to do, now it's just, just allow it to happen. Just speak faith over, over that seed and then it's no other physical action that needs to happen. Here with the King of Pentacles, the Divine Spirit is saying, it's already happening. You don't have to do additional things, okay? You don't have to, to, to do anything. You're good. I'm going to pick this other card right here where we have the Page of Pentacles. So somebody has planted the seed properly, and now that seed is, is producing. Here with I Am Producer, it's just a matter of timing here where we have the Wheel of Fortune as well as the Hangman. It's like the time, it's like not time according to man's time is more so like a spiritual season that has to unfold because you're not the only planter in this garden okay so it feels a lot like a relationship that's what it feels like all right now um another thing too maybe someone has been taking too much action planting seeds too many places and now the divine spirit is saying like look you're doing too much just take a pause on there and just have a different perspective activate that faith how do we activate the faith is that you stand you stand in that knowing and you do nothing physically um it's like here with the i am a bridge over waters and the scripture actually says i am a bridge over troubled waters so regardless of the truck if the water is troubled or if the water is still and peaceful that 
the divine spirit, your angels, your guides, or whoever you may connect to is providing a bridge for you to, to cross over. You need only just to be still. You may be doing just a little bit too much and the divine spirit is like, just pump your brakes just a little bit. All right, I'm gonna pull a couple other cards and we have here the page of cups and then we have, oh, I'm gonna take credit day. It's some players up in here. All right, so we have here, the first one that came out was the Page of Cups, and then we had the Knight of Cups. Then we have the Ace of Swords, and then we have the Queen of Swords. All right, I, this feels what it, it really feels like. It's just things that are just growing. We have the Page of Pentacles to the King of Pentacles, the Page of Cups to the Knight of Cups, and then we have the Ace of Swords and the Queen of, the Queen of Swords. It feels like it could be a couple different people that are at play here. Like too many seeds in that one garden. Maybe this could be someone with multiple people attached to them, whether it be lovers or whether I hear conversations. Maybe this is a three-way or four-way or five-way call. And that could be symbolic of people that are just putting in too much input into a situation or too many requests on the prayer line. And with that too many requests, this also could just be one person that just keeps on like they're wishy-washy they say they believe okay like oh okay okay i got that i got that um sign i got that synchronicity or sister so-and-so prayed with me or i watched that oracle reading and they said this okay now i feel good but then a couple days go by and then they're back out you know searching for another sign searching for another pick me up um uh, another uh, another inspirational message another you know the list can go on instead of just believing what they have already planted believing that that word has already been set forth here with the ace of swords and the queen of swords this is like the ace of swords is the word that has went out like a person that's already sent the prayer up sent the request up and then the Queen of Swords could either come through and, and hack that prayer up by misbelieving, by speaking negative over that, that manifestation, over that blessing, or in another way, maybe not or, but what the advice would be is to speak faith, speak life into it. The same tongue that you use to send out that prayer request and say, oh, okay, all right, thank you, thank you, thank you, I got it, I got it, I got it. It's the same tongue you use to cut it down. This could even be somebody in a relationship that builds and edifies their partner up. Look at this. It looks like a goal. Like like they're, they're holding it up and they're like, oh my gosh, I adore you so much. Come on now. Thing oh, up here. Well, anyway, they're like, they're holding it up and they're like, oh my gosh, I adore you so much. Um, you're so wonderful to me. I'll do anything. And then the next moment, they hacking them up with their mouth, with their with their language, downplaying them. This could even be a mother with their children, like just cold. This energy feels cold. Like someone that the the very same tongue and very same tone and breath, everything is just about the same. And they will praise one moment and then curse them the next. Okay, so I'm going to, y'all see, I don't know if y'all seen that this fell out. All right. Ah, and then this just, okay. We have the high priestess that came out. Then we have the world card. 
And underneath of that, when I just picked it up, it was the King of Swords. So it could be a couple that are just going back and forth. It feels like a, a lot. It can even be, you know what, another thing I feel, it could be generational. Because, like, the cards are mirroring each other. These other ones I had over here, but I didn't take them out. They, they were mirroring these ones. Like, you had, I think, a, a Knight of Pentacle, and then it was, like, another sword energy. This is generational. This right here with the High Priestess represents the revolving door. And it's like... Anybody ever been in a building that's, that it revolves? Like, as you go in, another person can be going out. And this is two meanings to this for different people. So one meaning is like, this is a generational, I, I hate to use the word curse, but like generational negative thought or negative energy, okay? And as one life comes in, they pick up the same energy as another life goes out and another one is birthed here, another one dies, but it's the same energy that this keeps revolving over and over again. This is what they call generational cursing, curses. Um, and it is because of generational cursing, like the tongue, like you keep speaking these things into existence. You keep holding the veil over your eyes. This, these pomegranates in the back is like a veil, okay? Nobody is supposed to be back in that sacred space. So that sacred space represents the subconscious mind. It represents the, the Garden of Eden. It represents um, the fruit of life, okay? So like the fruit of life is your, it's like a conglomeracy of things. Your spirit, your life force, your consciousness, all of these things and the subconscious mind, all of these things in your, your spiritual team, if you will. So those things are sacred. You have the mystery of God at hand, but you're allowing people and energies and entities back there in your sacred space. They do not need to be there, okay? All right, so another way of how, how this reads is that with the high priest and then we have the hangman here, is someone that's very, very psychic and very spiritual, they have an angel, more than just one angel, like they have a team of angel angels i hear a, a force team like a like a g-force or like a almost like these different characters but they all are angels all are guides but they have different powers almost like a superhero type of thing and they have gifted you different gifts but you're not seeing it yet because you are blinded by the light of this world and that's the shiny things and the divine spirit is saying like you have all of this goodness back here. Look at all these pomegranates back here. <laughs> I have a breakdown, a spiritual breakdown of 613 and pomegranates and acorns. They all uh, sort of kind of are connected and they all deal with wisdom, divine wisdom, you know, and you have all of this fruit back here waiting for you. If you guys can see, for some reason, my autofocus. But anyways, it's high priestess, okay? So you have all of this good goodness waiting for you, all the sacred wisdom that will produce, it will produce tangible results. You no need, you do not need to act and be like the world, to gain the world, okay? And someone is realizing that, that could be a message for you to realize that, but it also could be that someone that you're connected to is realizing that. I hear off put. Someone could be off-putted off put <laughs> off by this message. And it could be blaming somebody else. 
And then we have the Queen of Pentacles. So the glory will come. The, the fame and the pain. Uh, so with that pain, it's like something that needs to be birthed. Something that needs to be removed. So you are birthing something new. But you're also losing something. Something that you were connected to that you need to let go. So I didn't want to be crass or anything like that. But for those that have given birth, I know I have, but um, anyways, you can probably look this up online if you care to do so. But sometimes when you're birthing a baby, you release, you defecate sometimes. And I know that this is nasty. I'm sorry, but I want you, this came to me, this example, maybe it resonates, maybe it doesn't, but I want you to, to get the analogy of something so beautiful, something so great and so grand and so miraculous. At the same time, you're excreting something so painful, something so yucky, so nasty, but it it all works together. Like It's like a person that wants to hold on to the, the nasty stuff, the defecation, and then just let the baby just be like, oh, well, whatever, whatever with the baby, you know, the blessing, whatever, that seed that was planted in the womb of your mind, in the womb of your heart, oh, whatever, I'll take the defecation, thank you very much, uh, instead of, like, you're holding on tight to it, instead of allowing it to be excreted from your body, from your spiritual body, from your mental body, it serves you no good, I, I, I see death, um, okay, and it, it, it may not be death with the physical body, but it's the death. It's like if you hold on to stuff inside your body that's supposed to be removed out of your body, it's toxic. I look over here at the Boaz pillar over here, and it's like smoke, like death or something. Maybe it is a habit of smoking, or maybe it is something that is total, utter pollution to your body, to your soul, okay? It's time for you to remove it. It could even be sugar. That's one thing um, with with this on this side. It feels like it could be sugar. It could be even something in your diet that's holding you back from seeing and feeling and knowing and operating in your full capacity, all right? Okay, so I think that may be all. Do, 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 do. So this was just a little mini reading if you get the, the pun, mini reading. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Leave some comments, you know, share if you care to do so. Join the ministry over here. I just love biblical divination. And you can check out the PDF download or either the Angel Lunar Planner second edition. That'll be listed down below. And check out the different videos that we have here. I also have the Endless Summer's Candle. Find it on the website and the and the I am that I am divine guidance cards. They're coming. I'm making edits to them. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I think I should be doing another one. It's just, you know, whenever they come in contact with my hands, I have to shuffle. Oh, why did I know that, that one was gonna come out? Love. Love. It says it has the symbol of Venus. So maybe finding out. Where, where Venus resides for you. It may give you some clarification. Even check your seventh house and your fifth house I even hear. Okay, I am love. You are loved and accepted at all times. First John 4, 9. Okay, you're loved and accepted at all times. That could be one of the things that are backed up in your vows. 
in your bowels, in your bowels and inside of your spiritual bowels. The reason why it's locked up is that you're afraid of that love. Maybe you feel like you're not worthy of that love. Maybe you feel like you're not worthy of that acceptance. But the divine spirit is saying, yes, you are. You're worthy to be loved because you're wonderfully, splendidly made in my image. When you are made in the image of God, if you love God, then you would know that you are worth worthy of being loved because you're made in the image of God. And that's for every every creature, everybody. I am joyful. Allow the joy of God to fill your heart. Psalm 16, 11. Okay, I think that's all. All right, so let the joy. It's, it's about really the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is an emotion. Joy is an attitude. Joy is like a, a way of being. When you're joyful, you resonate that's your your permanent state it's like a, a trait it's not just an emotion when it's joy joy is a behavior pattern finding things to be grateful for to live in that joy okay so i was talking to you you know what i'm not i'm not fooling around with these cards anymore you guys gonna have me out here like for another 30 minutes all right i'll talk to you guys later peace